Welcome to the Urantia Radio Podcast. My name is Jim Watkins, longtime reader and student, and I appreciate you stopping by. In just a moment, I'm going to, I don't know, I'll share with you an essay that I was inspired to write, and I know that you'll enjoy this wonderful program. Don't forget that my website, UrantiaRadio.net, is there to help you discover the Urantia book and the Urantia community. Articles from all kinds of categories, including space, science, archaeology, spirituality, you know, all that stuff that the Arantia book is about. Stay tuned as we continue with this edition of the Arantia Radio Podcast. And don't forget, again, to join me on UrantiaRadio.net. All right, this is called Essay. It's about my essay, so now I'm going to go find it. It's something that I wrote this morning, and I was, I don't know if I was ex- uh, inspired to write it, but it just flowed. And, uh, okay, so the name of this essay is called The Urantia Book is the Future. And I'll try to read it all the way through, but I might interject a few thoughts here and there. The name of the essay is called The Arantia Book is the Future. And it reads like this. As I think about it, I try to come up with the best explanation of what the Arantia Book is to those who aren't familiar with it. How would one describe such a huge book with so many different topics? In some sense, the Arantia Book is a chronological history book of creation. It starts with explaining who God is, his nature, his personality, and his relationships. Then it moves outward to his initial children of his creation. Those are the offspring of the Trinity. And then moves out continually, first explaining paradise, which is where God lives, then Havona, the central universe of one billion worlds, which stands as the pattern of all creation. Then moving outward still to encompass the seven super universes. And within each of these super universes, the major and minor sectors and local universe sections, then outward still to the constellations, systems, until they finally get to explaining the planets and the places where evolutionary life is seeded with the specific intent to produce will creatures with spirit potential, possessing a soul of spiritual survival value. And then us, our world and its history, culminating in the story of Jesus, our local creator son, who is the expression of the Father and the Eternal Son, who in conjunction with the Daughter of the Infinite Spirit minister to the children of the Most High, those beings who represent the Trinity to all the various personalities of creation. The Revelation is part of the story of our future, both as a planet and as individuals who participate in the emergence of the Supreme Being. 
that the day when God, through the experience of a vast creation of personalities, embraces his fullness of expression into the ultimate level of experiential growth. Stated another way, when God is finished with this creation, we will all move on to creation in the first outer level of space and time beyond the current limits of our super universes. That is the essence of the story of the Arantia book. It is explained at each gradation, at each level. We, the citizens of this world, out in space, they call Urantia, is only a recent addition to the family of the entirety of existence. They, the people who wrote the Urantia book, have been around a lot longer. They are much more advanced than we realize. The systems and the civilizations that they exist in are much more advanced than where we are at the, our current stage. Heaven or the kingdom of heaven, is in reality a highly advanced civilization peopled with a wide array of life forms, all of whom have in common our spiritual heritage. We all worship the one God of creation, the very first source and center of all creation. Quote, in my father's house there are many mansions. This is the direct quote from the Son of Man, who chose our world to live out his final bestowal mission, there to learn the experience of the lowest of his creation, the children of men. Here, the Son of Man also shows us the Father's loving personality, as it can only be expressed in the Son. Therefore, it is literally true, he who has seen the Son has seen the Father. Interestingly, this advanced society in our future is also our destiny. We can choose to embrace this future even now, in the flesh, by accepting our entrance as a cosmic citizen of this enlarged kingdom of faith believers, no matter our religious heritage, vestiges, in fact, of mortal men and women searching for the truth. The kingdom is that very truth. To accept our citizenship as faith children of God, it doesn't require the act of death for us to begin our journey. The advanced civilizations exist around us. We may not be personally able to see the many seraphic cousins, our unseen friends, who lovingly guide and nurture our spiritual growth, but they are nevertheless factually present. In the Urantia book's description of entities like master physical controllers, the life carrier sons, solitary messengers, we see personality beings who must be so far advanced, we would hardly even be real to them. Accepting that we possess an actual fragment of the Spirit Father, making us wholly unique to the rest of creation. But they are far in advance of us. After all, our planet is on the outskirts of the universe, away, far and away from the Isle of Paradise. Indeed, even our numerical assignment, Urantia Planet 606, 
Our system is just a little more than 60% complete, according to the, the Urantia papers. Where do you think we lie in terms of evolutionary progress when compared to the other worlds that also have life forms just like us? We have to start thinking this way, us and them, we and they. We are not alone. We are cared for and we have purpose. This idea would bring about a transformation never seen before on our world. Who knows if our world leaders knew they were being watched, how might they change their behavior? If all of us knew we would be held account for our actions in this lifetime, how many of us would begin to change our behavior? Also, interestingly, it is our faith in prayer and in worship that brings us closer to God and thereby closer to his kingdom of the advanced universe. This is our key in this life, that we can actually approach the spiritual path within our minds through prayer and through worship. Prayer and worship. Jesus himself stated, in order to be born again, you must be born of the Spirit. This is our choice to align our will with the Father's will, and always will this be true. The Spirit commingles with us, our soul, still in embryonic form in this life. And the result is what carries us to the next life, the next stage. The UB calls it the Marantia life, an intervening stage where the arena of universal life plays out. The midway point between the pure material stage and the pure spiritual phases of existence. Marantia's warp is physical, but its woof is spiritual. This advanced kingdom even now exists, just not where we live. While we enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit and her angels of service, the reality is that the kingdom has actually been in existence for billions of years, and it awaits us. It is where our loved ones go, our children, our grandparents, all who escape flesh at the end of their lives whose soul identity survives in the literal re resurrection where we are provided new bodies of a substance Paul the Apostle describes as a more enduring substance whose maker and foundation is God. To the observer, the Arantia book is about the future, but also about the past and why we are all here. If you want to call it a religion, I think you'd be missing the point. The revelatory information is aimed at us to bring us up to speed on the knowledge of our existence. It is our choice to accept what they tell us at face value and view life from a much wider perspective or to continue to continue on as if we are not part of anything other than ourselves. We can choose to live apart from the whole. When you view the stars in heaven, try to visualize all of it having a defined purpose. And we are but a part of that purpose if we choose to participate 
as ascension beings. We can choose to partner with God or not. And that is the essence of what the Urantia book teaches. And that is also the conclusion of the essay, which I penned, as I mentioned, just, just sort of solidifying summation, perhaps, of what the Urantia book is all about. I thought I would share that with you, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you have a comment or if you have a something, a reflection that you want to share, let me know. The Urantia Book podcast email is urantiabookradio at gmail.com. Radio at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks again for, for stopping by. You're an interesting species, an interesting mix. You're capable of such beautiful dreams and such horrible nightmares. You feel so lost, so cut off, so alone. See, in all our searching, the only thing we found that makes the emptiness bearable is each other. Now, you go home. This was just the first step. In time, you'll take another. This is the way it's been done for billions of years. Small moves, Ellie. Small moves.